That means you all. Y'all. <clears throat> Glory to God. We serve we serve the God. You know, you want to say a good God, but we serve the only God, actually. The only true God. You know, there's lots of other things going on in this world, but people have been deceived, you know, and they'd say, well, how... I think I heard somebody the other day say, well, how do you know that the Word of God's true? Because I do. I mean, that's what, that's, what we, that's what we've based everything on. Our faith is in the God and His Word. And, and it is truth. And we live by it. And we're thankful for it because He's a good God. You know, in, in the end of all things, there won't be a giving problem. There's not going to be a giving problem. There's plenty of salvation available, right? Giving's not ever going to be the problem. Receiving is going to be the issue. Amen? You know, a lot of people say, well, I believed and this didn't happen. Well, it wasn't a giving problem, right? Because you aren't looking for something new from God. He's done everything He's going to do. He's provided for us. It's like, it's like people say, I'm getting the victory. You're walking in victory if you're Jesus, if you're, if you're a child of God. Amen. Now, how much of that you're experiencing that is going to rely on how much you receive. Yes. Amen? Right. And how much we receive is going to rely on how, much, how, how, how fast we hold to the truth of this word. And, and we don't get off looking and thinking different things that aren't true. Uh, what, um, using experience over truth, or la- I should say lack of experience over truth. Yeah. You know, so many people have not experienced something good, so therefore they think their experience is the truth. Their experience is a lack of experience. Amen. And we, we desire, and the Lord desires them, to receive the truth and to experience goodness in their life. That, that, they, can, that they can grab hold and get hold of this good God and receive from that level. Amen? Amen? You know, the devil's out there, and there's things happening that are not God's will in this earth right now. Oh, yeah. I know it's popular teaching that God's in control of everything, but Brother Moore's thought on that a bunch, and we know that's not true. That's right. Amen? We, we, we make choices that define our lives in many ways. You know, you made a major choice tonight. You came to church. One day we all made a choice to receive Jesus Christ as Lord. And that defined the outcome of your life. Amen? Amen? It, it defined where, what would happen in, in, in the future. Someday you would go to heaven and you would be with Him. But it also can define today. Yeah. Amen? That salvation that we received, that, that is to be received from on a constant basis. There, there's not a time where we stop receiving from that word. Amen? And, and it's not enough that you just know First Peter 2.24. You know, you can quote it, but, but you've got to receive it. You've got to grab hold of it and make it yours. Be confident that that's God's will for you. And, and the way that we gain that confidence in God is we get to know Him. We get to know. We don't let people tell us he's not good. We don't let people tell us lies about him. We look in his word and we find truth. 
And when we find truth, we get to know who He is and we grab hold of that truth and we stay confident in everything He's told us. It's not a question of what you see or what you feel. It's a question of what He said. And if you'll hold to that confidence in that Word, in that truth, we'll have those things. Amen? We'll have health and life in running through us. You know, people get too close to us, they'll get healed. we got so much health and life in us. Amen? Because we are overflowing with it. Why? Because we're taking the time to receive it. Amen? Because receiving is our part. God gave, and He never stopped giving. Amen? Sometimes we have to renew our mind. Let's look, open your Bibles to Hebrews. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 35 and 36. Our confidence or our lack of confidence does not change God. Your confidence can change your life. Your lack of confidence can keep things out of your life. But it doesn't change what God did. That, that's what we have to get it, keep in mind. God has done it. We're not, we're not going towards victory. He won the victory for us. Right? You're not trying to be victorious. You are victorious. Amen? You're receiving victory that He bought, that He won. It's not, we're not waiting for Him to win a victory in your life. Amen? And, and, and so we receive on that level. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, cheerful, and I added two words, expectful, anticipateful, <laughs> endurance. That, that's what patience is. It's cheerful, expectful, because why? It's cheerful, hopeful. Hopeful is an expectation and an anticipation. Amen? And so that's what, that's what we're getting when, when you add patience to your confidence. Why do you want to add patience? Because your, the devil wants you not to keep your confidence. Your confidence in God's Word, your confidence, your faith, which faith is confidence, but your confidence in His Word is what gets you to receive. Because if you never quit knowing that that's, going to get, that that's yours, you will always have it. Amen? People say, well, what if I don't have it? You do have it if you're confident. If somebody told me, if somebody I trusted completely told me they were going to give me something, I wouldn't run around wondering when I was getting it. I would know that it was on its way. I would know it's already mine, that I don't have to go chase it down. Why? Because I'm confident in what they said is going to come to pass. And that's God's Word. He, he who promised is faithful. So, so these promises that it's talking about right here, the one that promised them is faithful. He's never let anybody down. Right? There could have been a receiving problem, but there was never a giving problem. Amen? It says, For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive. How do you receive? Not casting away your confidence. Your confidence is what receives. Your confidence is what stands and, and receives. Your confidence needs patience, right? 
Because if you don't get the, if you don't get the patience in there, you'll cast it away. How many have ever cast away your confidence? You knew that you knew you had it, but it didn't come in your time frame. Right? <laughs> Amen? We, we, we pray like that sometimes too, don't we? You know, I was, uh, I, I told you guys about this a couple of weeks ago when I was seeking God concerning something. Uh, been a month or two ago now. And, uh, I was actually seeking for the answer I wanted. Right? right? Have you guys ever done that? Maybe not. So don't. Let me tell you, that's not the way to do it. But when you're seeking for the answer you want, you won't find his answer. Because it, it, it's like, you guys seen that commercial where they, where they have the cell phone and there are two people talking, but one has bad service? Right? Anybody, you guys haven't seen that? Well, then it's not going to make any sense, so we won't even go there. Basically, it skips words and you can't hear it and you get, you end up doing something they didn't say because you ended up not hearing the whole conversation. Amen? And that's so many times what we do when we allow our view of how God should do it. Uh, and, and I, and I was praying about it and he said, and he said, and he asked me some questions and I, he said, and actually it was something that the whole church had been praying about, not just our church, lots of churches. And he said, why, why isn't it happening? And I gave him the answer, and I'm not going to tell you what it was because you don't need to know. God didn't tell me to run it that way. How about that? And I said, I said, well, this, this, and this. And he said, didn't the church pray that it would happen this way? And I said, yeah. And he said, so why are you surprised when it is? And then he took me to Acts where they, where they were praying for Peter to get out of the prison. Right? Yeah. And... Peter got out of prison. He shows up at these doors, and the girl goes and hears his voice, runs back, says it's Peter, and they say, they tell her she's mad. Yeah. Right? Well, what are you mad? At? You know, they they were praying for him to get out of jail. Yeah. Now maybe they just didn't expect him at their house. You know, maybe, but the point is, is when we pray, we should be confident that God's doing something. So when somebody gets healed, it shouldn't astonish us. It would be, it would be more astonishing that they didn't because confidence would be astonished that something didn't happen. Not that it did. We're, we're too astonished when good things happen. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be rejoice. Rejoicing and astonishment are two different things. Astonished is, I can't believe that happened. Right? Rejoicing is, I knew that. We prayed. That's what, that's what should be happening. Amen? We, we should, when people don't receive, that should be more of a big deal to us than when they do. Because when they do, all they did was what God designed originally. He said, I'm putting this out here for you. Life and death. Choose life. Amen? And it was designed by God for us to have the good things in salvation and to confidently receive them. Amen? It's not a giving problem. It's a receiving problem. And if you can receive, if you can hold fast to your confidence, it won't be a receiving problem. You know, Brother Moore said it over again. We don't receive according to what God can do. And you could even say, or according to what he's done, we receive according to our faith. Amen? 
And so you're going to receive according to your faith, which is your confidence. That's your con- faith and confidence. Go there, They are within the same Greek word. Amen. And so it says, it says, you, how you receive the promise is don't cast away your confidence. Add patience to it so it doesn't go away, and receive the promise. Amen. Because faith, in Hebrews 11, 1, everybody knows it, faith is the substance, it's the confidence. Faith is the confidence of things hoped for. Substance means confidence. Faith is the confidence of things hoped for. So when we're believing in faith, we're confident in what we hoped for when we asked for it. So now we're, we're expecting and anticipating its arrival. We're, 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 we're not... We're not wondering if we'll get it. We're waiting to get it. Right? And, and, and you're waiting to get it and, and, until it gets to you. It, it's, there's not a time where you say, well, I guess, you know, it's been a year. I guess I won't be getting that. That's your idea. And, and did I do something to make it take a year? Right? You know, God, God may have wanted it to get to you in ten days. And you're out there. Talking good one day and talking bad one day, and you know, so he's trying to get around your knots to get to your hits, and and amen, because because confidence doesn't start talking doubt, amen. In in Hebrews uh, or not Hebrews, uh, Mark eleven twenty three, twenty three, yeah twenty three, it's twenty twenty yeah twenty three, where it says don't doubt in your heart. Don't doubt. Those words mean waver. Don't doubt. The things if you and shall not doubt, shall not waver. Wavering is is casting your confidence away. It's it's taking it's taking what you should be believing and 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 giving you an experience or a lack of experience to tell you, oh, that's not going to happen. I had a brother. I had a grandma. I had this. This happened in my life. That happened in my life. It's it's not about that. God works according to our faith. So the devil is going to try and get you to cast your confidence away. That's what he wants. He wants your confidence gone. Because without confidence, it's not that God didn't give it, it's that you can't receive it. Amen? Look at James 1. James 1, verse 3. Says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, your confidence, the trying of your faith, confident assurance, if you will, works patience. Now you know the devil can't stand that, but yet he's the one doing it, right? Because guess what? God's not trying your faith. His word may try you, but but if you're going through trials, they're not God. Amen? And your faith is designed to, to have overcome all those already. And it says, know this, that the trying of your faith works patience. So if your faith is being tried, if, if you are waiting, if you will, and your faith is being tried, and, 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 and you're waiting in confidence, your faith is being tried, know that it's working patience. And if it's working patience, it's worth working joyful, right? Cheerful, yep. yeah. anticipatful expectful, 
right? Yes, sir. It, it's, it's work, it, you're, you're expecting all these things. And, and it's working that in your life. Verse 4. But let patience have a perfect word. In other words, don't stop being patient. Don't stop expecting joyfully. Don't ever stop. Because if, if it has its perfect work, you'll be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. In other words, whatever patience was helping you wait for, you're going to have. It's, it's when we don't stay patient that our faith goes away. Why? Because when you're not patient, you quit. You cast away your confidence. That's why you had need of patience. When we cast away our confidence, we take away our hands. The very thing you would receive from. It, it, God could be reaching out to you the whole time, but if you didn't have confidence to, to receive it, you know, there's two parts. There's, there's the giving part, and there's the receiving part. I could give, and it would be given. Don't get me wrong. Just because you didn't receive it doesn't mean it's not given. You know, a lot of people say, oh, they didn't receive it. I guess they didn't give. No, as long as you gave it. If it was in your heart to give and you gave it, then you did your part. God gave Jesus. He gave healing. He gave health. He gave life. He gave everything. Our receiving it is now the next part. Amen? And so... So when when we give, we we want to let it go, but then we want to believe people will receive. When God gave, His desire was that we would receive. Many 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 people have received salvation over the over the hundreds of years, Amen. But many many people haven't. Was it because they couldn't? No, it was because they didn't. Amen. Healing. Peace, joy, the good things of God, they're the same way. You, you, you can go to heaven and you can have peace on earth. And, and the same salvation bought and paid for it. Amen? And, and so it's not, it's not that we can't, it's not that it wasn't given, it's that we have to take the time to receive it. If you want the good things of God in your life, it's you, we have to take the time and receive them. We have to get us out of the way. And receive them. Where were we, James? Let pay, and then then go to then go to verse five because it goes right along with it. If any one of you lacks wisdom, what's he talking about? He's talking about not. Uh, we're we're back in faith, right? We're we're back in keeping your patience, letting patience have its perfect work, so you can be entire. And so, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally. To how many men? All. 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 Yeah, that doesn't even say all saved men, does it? No, it so you reckon God would give wisdom to anybody who asked? Amen. If they ask Him, apparently He would. Yeah. And I've heard of people asking God for things that didn't know Him, and God gave them to them, yeah. and now they know Him. Right. Amen? But He gives to all men liberally, and He abrades not. And, and it says, if you ask, it shall be given him. Now, what's the next thing if it shall be given him? Verse 6, let him ask in faith. Let him be confident in his ask. Let, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. The, these, are, these are the things that stop the, God's gifts from being in our life, not stopping God's gifts, stopping us from having God's gifts. 
It says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, confidently, nothing wavering. Same words, same words as in Mark eleven twenty three. no doubt in your heart. No, what, what's he saying? Confidence in your heart. Have confidence that if you ask for wisdom, you know, we've done this. I know I've prayed with people in this church. They say, I need to know what to do. I say, well, the word says, let's pray for wisdom. He gives it to us liberally and he'll get, and it works every time. Why? Because we're confident that the verse is true. And not only are we confident that the verse is true, the God that said the verse is true. And if we'll hold on with confidence, we will receive it. But it says, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Next verse. But let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Now, did he say, let not that man think God won't give him anything? And see, that's where we have to have mind renewal because immediately we say, if we waver, if, if we waver God won't give it to us. God's already given it to us. So it, it's too late for God. Right? He, he, no take backs with God. Right? He don't do any take backs. And, and so it's too late for him because why? Because he's love and he already gave it. Amen? He already gave it, so it's there. Next thing to happen is our receiving it. It doesn't say, not, don't let not that man think God will give it to him. It says, let not that man think he shall receive it. Why? Because he's doubting. He's not in a place to receive it. You have, it's like clapping your hands. You can do this all day. But until the two come together, you're not going to hear a clap. Amen? When the two come together, when the giving meets the receiving, then you get the wisdom, then you get the knowledge, then you get the healing. But your confidence that the clap's going to happen has to be there. Amen? That your confidence has to remain. What's your confidence? I'm going to do this until they meet. Amen? Maybe I'll get good enough to hit it first time every time. But if I don't, I'm going to do this until they meet. Glory to God. Because I know this is mine. And it's not just wisdom. It's the things that God gives. Wisdom is what he uses in this verse because if you lack wisdom, you need it. Amen? And and the wisdom of God can get you anything. Glory to God. But, but we have to hold on with our confidence and, and refuse not to have what He's promised we have. You can't, you can't waver. Wavering is like, I got this. And then you walk home and don't see it. Ah, man, I don't know. Then you walk back. Oh, I got it. Then you walk back. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Condemnation is the biggest waver in the world because what the devil gets you to do is believe you can't get it. You don't deserve it. Well, then we ain't any of us getting anything anyway. Right? He made us worthy. That's why we get it. Right. Amen. We were, I was listening to uh, the little girl that's with Ramsey right now, and she was talking about a little girl that eats candy all the time. She told her, she said, you ain't going to go to heaven and you keep eating all that candy. You've got to eat some vegetables. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my goodness. i got a lot of making up to do. <laughs> but you see how we're raised from a young age to think human like that, to make God 
something he's not. He's not a, a take back. He's not, he's not a quit. He, when he gives it, it's given. Now it's your job to receive. Amen? And, and the devil gets us into those things. It's just like praying for something, and, and, then, and then when it happens, you're astonished. If we pray confidently in faith, then we would never, we would be expecting to see Peter at our door. We would be expecting to get an answer. We would be expecting to see the truth of God's word come to pass. We'd be expecting, but we'd walk away and we wouldn't even call to check if they were healed because we prayed. Amen? But, but we, in our minds, we've got to renew our minds because we think if something doesn't go right, God doesn't give. God already gave. Stripes on Jesus' back already happened. 1 Peter 2.24 is complete. It, it is the completion of Isaiah, what, 53? 50-something? 50 right. Where's my scriptorians? Amen? 53. All right. Look at that. When you're a professor, you know these things. You just know. Amen? But let him ask confidently. In other words, let, let him ask and the person that won't ask in confidence, they shouldn't, they shouldn't think they would receive. Why? Because they can't. They're not in a position to receive. Look, look at what we were just talking about in, in 1 John. 1 John 3. 1 John 3.21. There's a way to receive the things we ask from God. We quote these verses all the time, but we don't follow through on them. Amen? It's not enough to just quote first this, this verse right here. It's enough. We, we need to get that hold of that confidence. And it doesn't matter what's happening. Say, you know what? We prayed. Right. It says if we pray, God hears us. Amen? But, you know, here it's, it's talking about condemnation. It says, if your heart condemns you not, you have confidence towards God. So if that's true, what's the devil going to try and do? He's going to try and get you in condemnation. Condemnation is not of God. So, but if he can keep you away from confidence, he can keep you away from receiving. If he can keep you from being confident in God's word, in, in what God said, in who God is, amen? If he can get you not to be confident that God loves you no matter what. You know, you hear little kids say, I was bad today, my mom and dad don't love me. No. First of all, they need to be corrected. You're not bad, you acted bad. No such thing, bad kid. It's a bad action. Amen. 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 Really have to watch that. God corrected me on that years ago. I said, Ramsey, that's, you're, being, you're bad. And God said, no, she's not. And I said, you're right. And that's a bad confession. Yeah. She's not bad. Amen. She did a bad thing. Yeah. So have you. So have I. Amen. Amen. Yes. Good person, bad thing. Stop the bad thing so the good person can get out. Right? Let the good person out. Glory to God. But it says, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence before God. Why? Because there's no condemnation. If there's no condemnation, there's full confidence. Why? Because, because if there's no condemnation, you can approach God fully. There, there's nothing stopping you. That's death. I mean, it, I mean not, not everybody had a good father, but I can walk right up to my father and ask him for anything. Amen? And, and he'd give it to me if he has it. God has it and has already given it to you. So what he's trying to get us to do is, is come and get it. Amen? 
If your heart doesn't condemn you, have confidence that whatever you ask, whatever you ask, you'll have. Amen? And see, then you've got to watch the next part of the verse. It says, it says it, then we have confidence towards God, and whatsoever we ask, we receive. It doesn't say He gives it to us. You know, you've got to go through the Bible and start looking at these things. It doesn't say God gives it to us. It says we receive. He already gave it to us. This is about receiving. Amen? The, the good things of God, if you look, what is it in, in I wrote it down. First, let's see if I can find it. I wrote it down somewhere. Did I fold one page and put it up already? I think it's 1 Corinthians 2.12. Try that. Yeah. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of which is, God, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. Given. Already given. Not being given. Given. And, and that's what he's saying. He said, if, you, if we'll know these things, then receiving them is next. They're given to us already. And so receiving them, is the, and, and that's going to take confidence. What? Con- confidence that God can do it? No. Every, people that don't know God are confident. They'll tell you, oh, God can do anything. He didn't help me. That's why they're mad at Him, because God could do anything and He didn't. Right? Well, God could do anything, and He did. He did anything. God has already done anything. Anything you can come up with, He's already done it. Amen? And, and, and He's freely given these things to us. So if, if they're freely given, our part now is to receive these things. And He's given us a spirit to know what these things are. Amen? What, what a great thing. that you know People say, well, we just can't know. You know. God works in mysterious ways. No, He reveals to us His will. Then we can't ask according to His will because we know His will. And if you know His will, you can, you can be confident that what you've prayed for, we can now have. And so when we pray and ask for the healing that's already been provided, then we can believe we receive it. Amen? And when you receive it, you confidently hold fast to it. That, that word, to get hold of. That word receive means to get hold of. And don't just, don't just drag it along with you. Get hold of it. I mean, make it important. You know, there's things in my pockets right now that go in the same place every night, every time I do. If they're not in that spot, they got left in my pockets which is not very often because they go in the same way because it's like keys and things that you're going to need. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something I tried to teach Ramsey. I hadn't gotten it through to her yet. <laughs> I'm really working on it. I'm like, come on, this is important. You've got to put it in the same place every night or it's not going to be there when you need it. Amen? That, those, those are, these are things, the things of God. Those are the things we want to grab hold of and not let go of. We want to know where they're at at a moment's notice so that when the lie comes out, the truth's right here. Amen? Because the devil's going to try and lie you out of what God already got for you. And so when you've got it close to you, (laughs) shut up, devil, look, I already got it. You're so confident that doesn't, you're not checking to see how you feel to decide if you're healed. You're, you're checking with the Word. It says you are. It's truth. The rest is a lie. And your confidence remains in the truth.
And when we won't let go of the truth through confidence, we receive what's true. Amen? You know, a lot of people are, we've all received untrue by not getting truth, not looking at truth. Live by experience. Live, live by the world. You'll receive, the, you'll receive untruth all day long. You, you'll live, you know, the opposite of not choosing life is choosing death. People say, well, I didn't choose death. You, did you choose life then? No. Well, then you chose death. You know, people say, well, I, was, I, I, I didn't choose either one. I, I, no, you chose. You, you have to choose. God said choose and then gave you the answer. And so we, we, when, we, when we choose to believe, we confidently grab hold of it and we don't let go. We don't let the devil tell us we're not good enough. We don't let the devil tell us that can't be healed. God didn't do that. Uh, the five other religious things that aren't true. We don't, we don't even go there. Amen? When, when we get hold of the Word, we, we let go of condemnation. We let go of lies. We let go. We, we, we got to be confident first that we received salvation through the blood of the Lamb. Our sins are forgiven. Amen? He's holding nothing against us. Even yesterday's somethings. He's holding. He, it's still yours. Receive it. These are things that keep you from grabbing. There are things that keep you from grabbing hold. There are things that keep your hands back. You know, you ever seen people like when, when everything's going on over here and they're standing back? Yeah, I'm just not, I don't deserve that. Little kids never do that. Right? Adults do that. You have to grow up and be stupid to do those things. Amen? you got to quit thinking right. Think, think like a little kid. If it's there and they say you can have it, it's yours. Grab hold of it. You know, if you tell, if you tell a little kid that you forgave them, they go, okay, thanks, and they go play. Man, with us, we've got to spend five days. I sure hope God forgave me. I can't believe I did that again. You know, I can't believe I did it again either, but I'm sure thankful for the mercy of God. Huh? And I'm sure thankful that He is a good God and that I don't have to wonder if He's good. I know He's good. I'm confident in His goodness and I know He forgives me. I know that He not only does He forgive me, I stay in a place where, of forgiveness and I can receive from that place. I can receive healing any day of the week. Amen? You know, the, the guy at the pool, he, he, didn't, he didn't tell him... He didn't say, okay, I'll forgive you so I can heal you. No, he, for, he healed him and then said, don't do this anymore. Right? God, God's a good God. His goodness, it works just how he designed it to work. It just starts being good and it ends being good. Amen? Whatever it takes for his goodness to help you, that's what he'll do. Amen? We just have to receive it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us tonight. Thank you, Lord. Look at, uh, where were we? First John? Yeah, we have whatsoever we ask. Oh, let's renew our minds just a little bit. Because it says, whatsoever we ask, we receive. It doesn't say gives it to us. It says we receive of Him because we keep His commandments. Why do we keep His commandments? Because we're not in condemnation. Not to get something from Him. He's already given it. It's too late. 
<laughs> See, everybody's looking at me funny. See, you're saying the only way I can receive is if I keep His commandments. You'll keep His commandments if you're not in condemnation. If you don't, don't ask. Because you're not going to get it anyway. Why? You can't receive. You can't receive. You don't receive because you keep His commandments. You keep His commandments and that helps you receive. Why? Because your confidence not messed up. Amen? When you're not in condemnation, you're worthy. Right? If you're not in condemnation, you're worthy. If you're worthy, you keep the commandments. Why? Because they're not commandments. They're how you live. Right? See, people hear the word commandment. You could just say, this is how you live. What, what, what do you do? You do what God likes. Why? Because I love God. Amen? And when you love God, you don't get in condemnation, and you can receive from God. Amen? It's doing the things that are pleasing in His sight are part of what people do that receive from Him. Not to receive from Him. If, if you have to do works, then it's works. The problem is, if you're not doing the commandments, you're working the opposite direction, and you can't receive. Amen? Yes, we should keep His commandments, but we should want to keep His commandments. When you're not in condemnation, your desire is to keep His commandments and do the things that please Him. Amen? I mean, just think about this. You look at the things that please Him. Well, you know what pleases Him? Giving. It's not just keeping the... The commandments are huge. What's the commandments? Love. And these are His commandments, and they're not grievous. They're not hard. Love one another. Right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. That's the commandments. And that's what he's saying to do. And if you aren't in condemnation and you're in confidence towards him, you're going to do those things. Amen? But if you don't do those things, you can't ask whatever you want and receive it. Because why? Because you'll be in condemnation. Why? Because you're not doing what he says. And the devil will make sure you're in condemnation. Amen? I don't know if that got out. Lord, help it. Thank you, Lord. Look at James 4, verse 2. James 4, 2. It says, You lust, you have not, you kill, and desire to have, and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not, because you ask not. My mom used to tell me that all the time. I'd say, Mom, I don't have this. She goes, You never asked for it. She said, Ask God. Don't ask me. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> right? But you have not because you ask for A lot of people stop right there because they, they think, well, then I can just ask for anything. No. Because you can only receive. You can only receive if your heart is right towards God. Why? Not because He didn't give. You're not in a place to receive. You're still going like this. Right? And, you're, and he, said, he said, you have not because you ask not. Verse 3. You ask and receive not because you ask wrong. What, well, how can you ask wrong? Did you use the wrong words? No, use the wrong heart. Use the wrong heart. You had a heart, first of all, maybe it had doubt in it. Maybe you work in condemnation. Maybe you want to spend it on your own lust or consume it on your own lust. It's, it's, if it's selfish, I mean, love can't give to selfishness. I mean, it just won't work. And so the giving didn't stop, but the receiving will. 
It says you receive not. It doesn't say God didn't give. Again, it doesn't say that's that's where we have to root in our minds. It doesn't say God didn't give because you ask amiss. It says you couldn't receive because you ask amiss. If you will ask right, you could receive. The giving was already done. God can't ungive. There's no ungiving. He doesn't ungive salvation. He doesn't ungive healing. He's not taking any of it back. Everything he did was perfect, and he's not taking one bit of it back. Our part is to receive of that. If we ask confidently, knowing who we are in Christ, our confidence is in him, not in what we can do with what he gives us. It's in him. And, and it's not, not so that we can get what we want. It's so that we can, get, we can get closer to him, that we can be more like him, that we can receive from the Father, that we can know and, and be confident that the things he has are ours. Amen? And when we ask right, it's, we could even change the verse. And when you ask, you ask right and you receive. Right? You receive because you ask right. Because you ask in love. I mean, you could change the verse. I mean, you don't want to change the verse. Don't add to it. But I'm just saying, if you can, if you can receive not, you can receive. Amen? Amen? Because the giving didn't stop. The giving never stops. That's, that's the mind renewal that we have to get, is that, that God stops giving at some point. God never stops giving. We, we stop re- being able to receive or receiving. Amen? And a lot of things will be, but you'll be in condemnation if you're asking. I remember I used to ask God every day for something so I could consume it on my own lust. I did. I mean, when I first went into business, I thought, man, if I could just make enough money, if I could just make enough money, I wouldn't have any of these problems. You know what I would have had if that were true? I'd have had more problems with money. I thank God that he didn't let me ask amiss and give it to me. Why? Because I couldn't receive. It didn't make he meets all your needs according to his riches and glory any less true. It made it where I couldn't get to it. Right? Why? Because I was reaching in with the wrong hands. I didn't have my confident hands in. I I couldn't get in faith because I knew I wasn't asking right. But when you're asking right, then you can receive. Amen? Healing is ours. The goodness of God is ours. It's not ours just so, just so we can tell people how much faith we have. It's ours so we can tell how good our God is. It's a witness to the goodness of God for us to receive out of his abundance. His abundance of health, his abundance of grace, his abundance of mercy, his abundance of all good things. It, it, it glorifies him when we receive from that. It doesn't glorify him when we tell people he didn't give it to me. Because why? Because that would make him a take-back. He's a take-backer. Why? Because he already gave it. The work is done. It was done before the foundation of the world. And, and it's ours to have, but we must receive it. And, and with confidence, we can receive it. Go to Hebrews 4, and we'll close with that. Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly. That's the same word as confidently. Let us therefore come confidently 
unto the throne of grace that we may obtain, which is the same word for receive. It doesn't say come there so God can give you something. It says come there so you can receive something. The reason we go to God is to receive something, not to be given something. He's already given it. Now our part is to receive. And, and that's, that's, the part where, that's the part that we're struggling with so many times when we say, I didn't get it. That's exactly right. You didn't. You didn't get it. It's our job to get it. It's our job to take it. It's our job to have it, to hold it. It's our job, our part. And I don't like to call it a job because it's not a job. It's a good thing. Amen? It's our part. His part is done. He's not withholding anything from us. He's got everything for us. And he says you can now come boldly, confidently to the throne of grace and you can receive mercy and find grace in that time of need. How how do you do it? You receive it. Why? It's already there. Mercy and grace ain't running out. They've never run out in all the eons of time. Mercy and grace have always been there. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. If, if it does, not only are, I shouldn't be right here right now. I can tell you that right now. But I received grace and mercy and forgiveness. I received a place in the ministry. Glory to God. I can't deserve something like this, but I can be made, made worthy to receive it. Glory to God. And, I, and, and, and how do I receive it? I thank Him for it, and I take it, and I grab hold of it. And, and, and these things are ours. Condemnation holds us back. When you start looking for reasons why you don't have what God said He's given, you're, you're trying to find an excuse for, your, for casting your confidence away. Because the minute you start looking for reasons, you've already casted your confidence away. A question is doubt. Now, now, I'm not saying it's in your heart. You could have doubt in your head and keep your faith in your heart. But if you get it in your head, get it out. Get it out. Keep the faith in your heart. Get the stuff out of your head. But, but if you're questioning why, get it out. Because why, you can't quit. If, if I said, if I gave somebody $100 right now and they said, I wonder why I don't have $100. They're questioning why something hap- didn't happen that already happened. You can't question why something didn't happen that already happened. So either you're healed or you're not. Either the word's true or it's not. And and it it is. It is. Let's settle that. The word's true. And so our part is to receive the truth of that word, to grab hold of it, to go boldly before the throne of grace and and take hold and, and grab and don't let go. Don't let them steal your confidence. Don't, don't let them tell you you're not good enough. Don't let them tell you it didn't work. Don't let them tell It worked. It's not working. It worked. Everything God did worked. If we have to guess whether it worked or not, wonder who's not going to heaven. Anybody willing to guess whether your salvation worked or not? You ever notice nobody's willing? You, you, you could miss out on a little healing, but not heaven. And that's a good thing. Don't miss out on heaven. But let's go ahead and get our healing and our peace and our joy and our goodness. Let's go ahead and get the things of God here. Let's receive them and have them in our lives. Let's have them working in our lives so that, so that we are 
a shining example of God's goodness that when people see us, they say, yeah, that is a trophy of God's grace. And, and, and the healing in his body, that, that glorifies God. It doesn't tell you how big my faith is. It tells you how great my God is. Amen? And he was so great that I was confident that his word worked and that his word towards me was true. And so I receive on that basis. Amen? And we get healed Every time we get peace, every time, every time somebody goes to the throne of grace confidently, every time they receive mercy, they receive grace to help in a time of need, every time they can, let's put it that way. If you'll go confidently, you can't, you can't go, you can't go, hmm, I don't know if that's mine or not. You got to walk up confidently. You know, if I walk into my dad's house tomorrow, I haven't lived there and a lot of years, gosh, a lot of years, 30, 37 years or better, 38 maybe. But I, I could walk to the refrigerator, open the door, grab anything in there like it was mine. Right? Why? Because he's already given it to me. All I got to do is receive it. The goodness of God's that way. Everything's been given. Everything's been given. Our confidence and our ability to get it d- d- relies on us staying in that confidence, staying in that faith, and receiving from that word, receiving from that goodness, not letting go. Never let go. That's why we have need of patience. If you don't have patience, you cast your confidence. When you got patience, you're holding on. Why? Because you're expecting. You're anticipating. You're rejoicing because this, is, this already happened. It's not a question of when will I feel it in my body. It's not a question of when will I see it in my wallet. Amen? It is a question of it's coming. It's not even a question. Glory to God. We serve a good God, and He's got so much for us, and He's given us the ability to receive it. All we have to do is go confidently and take it. Amen? Stand to your feet. Oh,